It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. So hey guys, uh, been thinking about John chapter 16 lately. Okay. And, you know, it just starts out, Jesus is saying, you know, you're going to have trouble in the world. And then he finishes it up at the very end with, I've overcome the world. Okay. But he mentions that the comforter is going to come. And God kind of put this on my heart that, you know, people don't know what that really means. They don't, they know that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But how is the Holy Spirit a comforter? How does he comfort you? When does he comfort you? Why does he comfort you? And from a personal standpoint, I really learned really well recently because I had kind of like a, a setback. Mm-hmm. Something I was expecting was going to happen and was kind of planning and I was looking forward and got pushed back. And, and immediately I went to God. And this is kind of when he was telling me this, you know, he's, he's like, people don't realize when they come to me, even though they don't see me, they don't smell me, they can't touch me, they can't hear my voice audibly. But when they come to me, I'm hearing, I'm seeing, I'm touching, and I'm comforting. And we look for that tangible, I need to put my hands on it. This is a basketball, and I can bounce it, and I can throw it in the air. You're not. That's not God. God is... I'm coming to you knowing that you're there, trusting in your power to help me in this situation. I have no idea how you're going to help me. And I, I got to tell you, within minutes, I was feeling better. And then, hours later, I was getting a new outlook and a new thing to look forward to. Hmm. Hmm. And it just really taught me how important that relationship with God is. But he then also reminded me, yeah, they people don't quite always get or understand the relationship thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we could talk about that tonight. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's pretty good because there's a lot of <clears throat> encouragement, honestly. There's just a lot of encouragement and uplifting that can happen and come from understanding just what you talked about, just, you know, God being our, our comforter mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the things that... I think we all, all of us have dealt with, you know, know, when you talk about comforter, people start to think about, so, you know, what's my favorite ice cream flavor? Yeah. What's my comfort food? Yeah. What's my, you know, I go to the mall, buy a new pair of shoes, you know, or, or buying things. And so, you know, the comfort is to, you know, so what makes me feel taken care of? What makes me feel loved or cared for or or those type of and oftentimes it's like what you were saying phil about the basketball you know it's not you know god and it calls you know the holy spirit the comforter but it's not the tangible basketball yeah. it's not the tangible thing but but we mm-hmm. reach for those things that are tangible because i need this because it's going to make me feel this way mm-hmm. and i need that because it makes me feel this way and it helps me forget mm. the the valley that i'm in in the difficulty that I'm in, 
because it 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 helps me escape that mm-hmm. and instead of escaping those things the holy spirit is there to rescue mm-hmm. and and that's a big difference mm-hmm. it's a big difference <clears throat> and we really just we we need to tap into that relationship mm-hmm. that god has for us that he wants with us so that we're not reaching for the checkbook to pay and buy something or the refrigerator door handle, mm-hmm. but that we're reaching out for him and just setting all those other things aside. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. I'm Chad McLeish. And this is Uplift. Mm-hmm. And we're all three together again. Yeah, it's great. It's very upli- uplifting. It's up- uplifting itself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'm glad you said the refrigerator door because when I think about me in the past, if, if I'd had a setback like this, I would have said, okay, I got to clear my mind to think about this, but as I'm reaching for something in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. The you only know. reason I bring it up is because I'm probably yeah. the guiltiest of us all. Or a I'm, peanut you know, butter jelly so, sandwich. I, you know, you know I, I, that's sure. that's my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> but I immediately, this time, I immediately went to God. And yeah. Yeah. not only did he speak to me, like, and this is before I you know, listen to what you guys said last week mm-hmm. about hearing with your heart. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even watched last week's uh, episode yet, but he immediately started speaking to me, telling me, you know, showing me a new outlook, showing me what is going to possibly be coming mm-hmm. so that I didn't even think about going to the refrigerator at that point. I was like, oh, yeah. So he really did comfort me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Here's the thing. I had to make the choice to go to him. Mm-hmm. I had a choice. Mm-hmm. I could have gone to the refrigerator and said, <laughs> I'm just going to get this just to ease my mind to think about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or I could have just immediately, I just dropped everything and said, okay, God, I'm coming to you because this isn't what I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and having the question of, so, you know, instead of me sitting here with my bowl of ice cream trying to figure this out and how right. am I going to think about right. this? It's, you know, it's that turning to the Lord and going, so God, how do you see this? And how do you want me to think about this? Right. But one of the things he told me in that is that it's faith. Sure, five-letter words that we use all the time. But what is faith? Now, if you look in the Bible, faith is believing in what you cannot see and having the conviction that it's real. Mm -hmm. Hebrews Mm 11.1. What's that mean? And I've used this before. I'm going to use it again. Faith is going out to your car putting the key in the ignition and turning or pushing the button nowadays and knowing that that car is going to start. Mm. You have no idea how the spark plugs ignite the gasoline and push the pistons up. Well, Chad knows, but yeah. the rest of us don't, don't know. know. <laughs> but you you know that it's going to happen. And I can get from point A to point B. That's faith. It's believing in what you can't see, but knowing that it's real. Mm. It's believing in the Holy Spirit and knowing that he can comfort, mm. that he can ease your pain i mean it was it was i was feeling pain Mm -hmm. emotional pain in that moment Mm -hmm. and if i had let it go it would have turned into physical pain it would have led me down several bad paths that i had done in the past and Mm -hmm. not doing that anymore Mm -hmm. well i've talked before like i've got bad food addictions and i turn to the refrigerator or the pantry door or diet mountain dew to solve my problems that's been my history my whole life um but you know god's been talking to me a lot about that and it's kind of been in a couple unique pathways about 
this and it relates. Um, number one, the physical. So we are so aware of our physical selves and even our emotional selves. Phil, you were talking earlier. You're like, man, my left hip hurts. My, mm-hmm. my hip's hurting. We're very aware of it. Mm-hmm. If you've got a migraine headache, you know it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not, you know you have a migraine headache. Or if you have a pain in your right hand, if you've got arthritis in your right hand, you know it. We're so aware of our physical. Mm. And we're so aware of our mental. If we're depressed or if we just, you know, like uh, if we're just not feeling it or if we're happy or whatever we are, we're just we're very aware of our emotions and our mental state. And if we're angry, whatever we are. But most of us really just aren't in tune to the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's where we've got to grow. Mm. That's where we're going next. Because we all are very in tune with our physical and our mental and our emotional states. But uh, our next season for all of us is being very much more in tune with the Holy Spirit. That's where we are. And that's where God's leading us. Because most of us, a lot of us, just are not, we're not there. We don't see in the Spirit. And I think a lot of people will start seeing in the spirit in this coming season. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Where you close your eyes and you see like you do in the physical, but you don't see the same thing you see in the physical. Most Christians, very, very few Christians probably have that in the, uh, I shouldn't say in them, but are in tune with that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's going to change drastically. Yes. And I'll tell you another thing that God's been telling me too recently is I studied the book of Daniel here over the past couple of weeks. We live in a different time than Daniel did. Mm-hmm. You know, we we don't have to, you know, uh, wait for angels to come down through the Prince of Persia to get to us. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Mm-hmm. Right. Since the day of Pentecost, we have the Holy Spirit in us. And it's funny because my favorite uh, Christian comedian is Andrew Womack, who's not trying to be funny at all. <laughs> he said, you know, when you pray, we, we bow our heads and pray and, and you know, we, we look at our stomach, you know, like he said, some of us have more Holy Spirit than the others. Because of that. But it, it's funny because I was like, man, that OK, that's bad. Like, that, can, that, that speaks to me. But it's true. We have the Holy Spirit in us all the time. Thanks to, you know, the day of Pentecost. And it's our comforter. Not only is it our comforter, but it's our guide. And and far, far too many of us just don't tap in. Mm-hmm. We don't. Right. We're focused on our headache. We're focused on our depression. We're focused on this and that. And then, you know, the other thing we're going to be tapping into with the Holy Spirit, which I won't go too off, too far off on the tangent, is healing. Mm. You know, the Holy Spirit gives us the power of healing. Yeah. By what Jesus did for us. So, but this coming time period, the things we're talking about, the comforting, the the healing, being our guide, these are the things that we're being led into in this coming mm-hmm. season in a very powerful way because it's the last step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, that being led into, I think all of us can relate to that because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you see <clears throat> that we are very aware of our physicals. You know, whether it's something personally physical mm-hmm. or at the gas pump. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and so we, we are watching the physical just get squeezed. Yes. Crushed. Mm-hmm. There's this pressure mm-hmm. that is that is building and people are, are looking for comfort. Mm-hmm. They're looking to, to get this mm-hmm. pressure to back off of them a little bit. 
And and that's where God is really waiting, mm-hmm. if I could put it that way, mm-hmm. with with a invitation mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. and let me bear your burdens. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with that, it's it's the, our opportunity to further um, deepen our relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. So it's like. When we have all faced difficult times, situations and circumstances, and, and there are a variety of them out there, but there at points was a person that maybe walked through that with you. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that, your relationship is so much closer mm-hmm. because you walked through the valleys together. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And, and all right. of us can think of that one person or whatever situation or circumstance that we faced. And God is inviting us to walk with him through this pressure, through mm-hmm. this compression mm-hmm. that, that we're dealing with. And so that in that, our relationship grows because our relationship will grow because this is an opportunity to trust him more, um, to actually watch him do some amazing things. Mm-hmm. And maybe it is this healing yeah. that's going to happen because you know what? This situation that physically I'm dealing with, I need God. I, I, you're the only one. Mm. You're the only one that can handle it. Mm. And it might be us physically. It might be my checkbook. It might be this or that or the emotion or whatever it is that we might be facing. But God is inviting us into that deeper relationship with him. And and we're all feeling the pressure of it. Mm. And, it right. and it's getting bad. Mm. And it's not going to e- it's not going to ease up. Mm. It's not going to ease up. You know, there's when when we have problems in our lives, we we try to fix them. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you know the hip, for example. One thing that I haven't done lately because God, the last time I did it, God said, kind of stopped me and said, "Why are you going to that?" And that was take Tylenol for it. That makes the pain go away. It's proven that it makes the pain go away. That's why it was my first thing to go to. Mm-hmm. And God stopped me on the way and said, why are you going to that? When he's right there, mm-hmm. okay, he's the one who can ease that pain. So I've been trying to rely on him to ease that pain. But, you know, you mentioned the gas pumps. Painful. Mm-hmm. Very painful right now. <laughs> I have purposely driven my truck all the way down to almost empty. And if I don't get gas before I go home, Chad may have to pick me up on Interstate 470. Okay. So I'm going to have to get gas tonight. But anyway, when we can't fix it, there's nothing we can do as individuals. We can't take a pill. We can't Mm. do anything to make the gas prices. We are, we're we're stuck. We have to wait for the, the system to work. Okay. Just for lack of a better term. But what do we do when we can't fix it? We start blaming Oh, this is Biden's fault. This is Russia's fault. This is the oil consortium's fault. And that may be true. I'm not denying that some of it might be true, but it's blame the name of the game. Why not go to God and say, God, look, I am having trouble with these gas prices. Ease my pain. Mm -hmm. God's not going to give you a full tank of gas necessarily. He may. He can. I highly doubt it, but... He's going to ease your pain because you went to him mm-hmm. instead of blaming somebody else. It, it is. It's 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 meeting him. It, it's it's, it's connecting. Mm-hmm. It is connecting with him and and letting him bear like 
we said earlier, you know, to, to bear our burdens, to ease our pain, um, to adjust our mindsets. So it's not pointing fingers or it's not the depression. It's not the, the spiral that a lot of us can end up in mentally. Mm-hmm. But it, it's to depend on him to comfort us in our time of need and in our place of need. Um, I, you know, I go back to you know, Jesus is called our Savior, but it's not just saving us from a fiery hell. Right. It's also saving us from, at points, ourselves mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's saving us from situations that we're in. Sometimes we put ourselves in those situations, and other times we don't. Mm-hmm. But he is our Savior, and he loves us dearly, and he wants to walk with us and lead us through his chat, like what you said earlier. You know, he's our guide, and he wants mm-hmm. to do that. Right. And he wants to open up those doors, and he wants to part the Red Sea if that's what needs to happen so that we can walk through into our next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this season that we're in is designed, and God wants to use it to create intimacy and closeness with him. Mm-hmm. Amen. And here's where I am with this. What's our alternative? Right. What's our alternative? You know, I mean, if, if you're sitting there and you don't have the money to put gas in your tank, what's your alternative? Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I look at so many things, because there are things that, that this world cannot fix for you. There are things you can't fix for yourself. That's you guys right. have been talking about that. What's our alternative? I mean, what are we going to turn to? You exactly. know, I mean, what what if, if you need to get to work, you don't have the gasoline to get to work. You can, you know, call friends, get rides, whatever. Uh, there's those things, but, yeah. you, you know, yeah. ultimately, the Lord is our provider. That's, it may not right, be how it. it may not be how we think it will be. Right. It may not right. be look the way we think it was going to look. It may not be whatever. You know, it may come in a in a strange, bizarre way. You know, yeah. uh, you've you've told us so many stories in your life about giving other people things unexpectedly, and and also you had a story about getting gas in your vehicle, <laughs> a, a, a unique story that you told us at right. one point. So it's like, I mean, you don't know how stuff's going to come, or you may be the one providing for other people in their mm-hmm. time of need, but uh, or the alternative is. You don't have gasoline in your gas tank, and that means you're not going to be out running around. Maybe it's time for you to mm. look at your relationship with God instead of being out running around like we normally would. Yeah. So those mm. are the That's things. That's good. Yeah. It's all part of renewing your mind. It is, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because we get so ingrained in, oh, go for the Tylenol, go for the refrigerator, you know, blame a politician. We, we get that in our heads and that's what works for us Mm -hmm. it makes us comforts us it works for us but it's empty it's like the woman at the well drink from this well and you're going to thirst again you drink from the water that jesus gives you'll never thirst again Mm -hmm. when we turn to the holy spirit for comfort we will never be uncomforted Hmm. now let me give you an example what i'm why i say that because many years ago i had very bad depression mainly because of something that was going on in my life at the time, but it had built up, and this point in time just made it worse. I got on some kind of medication. I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to offend anybody if they're taking it. But the Lord spoke to me and said, you don't need that. Come to me. Mm. Okay? Now, I went against my doctor's orders, and I weaned myself off of it. It was a very crazy time, and you start 
seeing things and it's it's not i i highly recommend if you get coming off of it do it with a physician's advice because it i went too quick but anyway it doesn't mean depression doesn't come back it does at times but if you think about that example i gave a couple weeks ago with the sponge when you put it in the oil that's the holy spirit covered me so that when it does come back it slides off sure it impacts me but it slides away and it doesn't last. Mm. And I don't take any medicine to make that go away. No, the medicine works. Mm. Oh, I wasn't depressed <laughs> at all. I wasn't a lot of things though. I, it just, it empties you. But anyway, um, sure, you may have to deal with it again. But when you go back to God and you know, cause hey, God got me off the medicine. Mm. Hey, God, depression's coming back. Boom, there it goes. It works. So if you, you know, the disciples said to Jesus, increase our faith. And Jesus yeah. was just basically saying, look, you just got to have faith and it will prove itself to you. Hmm. You can say to this mountain, pick yourself, uproot yourself and throw yourself into the water and it will happen. If you trust in faith and you trust in God through faith, he will prove himself to you. People will say, "Ah, oh, well, I'm not like you guys. I'm not a pastor. I'm not... I haven't read the Bible all the way through. I I don't go to church. Okay. Do it anyway. Give God a chance. Mm-hmm. He'll prove himself to you mm-hmm. every time. Prove me wrong. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> I know. I trust God so much that I know he'll prove himself to anyone yeah. who wants to be proven. Yeah. I said to God one time, I hear all these people saying that they're hearing from you. I want to hear from you, Lord. That's all I had to say. The next day I heard something on the radio. I was like, ooh, was that you, God? Somebody said something to me, answered a question that I had asked God. Like, God, you are talking to me. Mm -hmm. And then I started hearing him in my thoughts. And now I know his voice Mm -hmm. and I can communicate with him. It's amazing. He will prove himself to you. Yeah. Because he wants to. I think a lot of people have confusion by what we mean by hearing from God. I know they do. Right. And which is a great. I'm glad you were talking about it because I think people need some practical discussion about that. Maybe that can be a topic for Uplift too. Yeah. But, you know, it's not always what you think. It's not this big booming uh, audible voice that comes booming from heaven or it's not a burning bush or whatever. Sometimes it's just. It's just a, a quiet, subtle thought that you know is in alignment with what the scriptures tell us about. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the discernment there is is when you hear you you're going to hear all kinds of stuff because you got you know you got the enemy telling you what to do too. You know. Oh yeah. You know. You can take this bottle of bourbon. You can drink bourbon. That'll make you feel better. <laughs> or you know. Or yeah. you know. Or whatever. But. Uh, Sometimes you just have to use that discernment. And the discernment that I use when I'm trying to understand what I'm hearing is, is it in alignment with what's in the scriptures? Mm-hmm. So therefore, that means that we got to know the word. Yeah. We got to know the scriptures because otherwise we have no we have no measurement to measure what we hear versus what we know in, in the scriptures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of mm-hmm. it. And we're not going to be experts at it. I mean, we, we can read it and read it and read it. And up until our last day, we will learn more and more and more from it. 
Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that, Absolutely. that's part of walking together. Mm-hmm. You know, relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking about our relationship with the Lord tonight and and his desire to have relationship with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but he built us and created us to have relationship. Yeah. And so the accountability to be able to walk alongside other other men that are pursuing this their relationship with the Lord, they're pursuing the knowledge of the scriptures, um, trying to grow and develop their gifts mm-hmm. that, that God's given them. You know, th- that's who I want to be around because mm-hmm. that's what helps me. And mm-hmm. it's God moving in and through them that brings comfort, mm-hmm. that brings mm-hmm. helps bring um, guidance and mm-hmm. wisdom that, that's needed, um, and and the pressure removed from the crushing situations that you know we we, we run into mm-hmm. every day. So, and sometimes we we get up and we know that that gas prices are up today, and other days we wake up and something happens we never saw coming. Mm-hmm. And and it, those kind of things can man take the wind out of your sails, man, just cut your legs off at your knees and and just really knock you down. But um, in, in all of that, you know, there's one Christ. You can turn to Him immediately. The Holy Spirit that lives within you is right there in the middle of it. But He also gives others to uh, to walk along with us. Mm. Accountability yeah. and encouragement. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. And it really comes down to faith. No, we can't see the Holy Spirit. No, we can't. You know, put our hands on him, shoot him like a basketball. But he's there. He's mm-hmm. proven himself mm-hmm. in creation, in all things were created by him and for him, and nothing was created without him. Right. And he's proven that over and over and over. And we have the choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can believe or not believe. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it just goes back to one of the things that you said earlier, Phil. You know, just. Invite him in. Yeah. Invite him into your situation. Yeah. I mean, he's living in us, right. but you know, it, it, he's not going to force his way mm-hmm. into our chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, but we have every right to invite him in and just do that. Invite him in and and watch. Mm-hmm. Watch what happens. See what take see what takes place. Mm-hmm. And that faith will then grow because he will keep his promises. Mm-hmm. And he is faithful and he is true and he will comfort and he will defend and and give us guidance and provide us the wisdom and all of those things that, that we need. And sometimes he starts giving things to us that we don't even ask for because right. we don't even know what to ask for sometimes. Right. It gets so difficult sometimes that we just are lost. And the best thing you can say is help me. Mm-hmm. You know, about that, he does. For those who are thinking, I'm not like you guys, I've never done this, I, I don't go to church, God is still working in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. You oh, are yeah. just not seeing it because you're not looking for it. Mm-hmm. It's not like you start going to church, you start reading the Bible, you start praying, and these things start happening. No, they're happening when you go to church, when you read the Bible, when you start mm-hmm. praying. That's when you start to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're happening. They are. And they will happen in greater measure. Because you're going to be asking for yeah. things then, mm-hmm. right? Not because it's That's what good. you've done. That's good. It's because of who he is. Mm-hmm. He works in our lives. We just ignore it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the people closest to him. I know I've missed things before. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. You just Me can't too. beat yourself up over it. You just go back to God and say, okay, I missed that. Let's make sure we get it right the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ask for forgiveness and move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just really do. But so yeah. he is working in your life. So don't say he he's is. not because mm-hmm. he's there. Yeah. Reach out and find him. Yeah, there's so many people that don't realize that he's there. Yeah. You know, they really don't. Yeah. I mean, I didn't for the longest time. I didn't realize. I didn't either. I, I mean, when I was 16 years old, I was saved and... Uh, you know, I read through the Bible, and, and, and I'll be honest, I'm a 16-year-old boy. I'm reading through the Bible, and I'm reading this stuff. I'm thinking, like, what's this have to do with me? Like, you know, like, this was 2,000 years ago. And I'm reading through it, and I'm reading through it, and I'm like, this doesn't sound anything like this life that I live now. We're, you know, it doesn't talk anything about automobiles or girls or rock music or anything. There's nothing, none of that here in this Bible. And, you know, I read the Bible, and, and I was 16 years old, and I was like, well, that was neat. That was a neat story. Shut it and put it on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Now, that did me a put lot of good. Put it on the shelf. Yeah, that did Pull me a lot of good. Pull it down when you need it. Yep. Yeah, it did me a lot of good. That heavy yep. metal music I listened to did me a world of good. <laughs> and, you know, automobiles are mentioned. In the book of Acts, chapter 11, it says, all the apostles came in one accord. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Bible nerd. Beautiful. Oh, that's great. <laughs> It doesn't wow. say it was a Honda Accord. But. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait until we, he's got Bible time, he's got uplift, and then he's going to have a comedy routine. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He's, just, he's just priming the pump. Yeah. <laughs> Setting himself up. That's right. No. So, But seriously, Phil, repeat your definition of faith, what you, what you said faith was. It is believing in what you cannot see and knowing that it is real. Okay. That's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, paraphrased. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that might be a good uh, homework experience for people, a homework uh, assignment for people, is to think about that. Think about faith and think about what that means to you mm-hmm. and then how you can start applying it in, in your practical. Because that's this shows two things. It's uplift and it's practical. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Believing mm-hmm. in what you cannot see and knowing that it's real. Mm-hmm. So it's it's believing and it's Believing in knowledge, mm. knowing is believing, and and that knowing oftentimes is is it's action. Li- li- that's exactly what I was going to say. Living like it is real, yeah. yeah. Living like it's tangible, you know. Just live it out, mm-hmm. live it out. Right, right. And if if you feel like you're struggling with what do I believe, then ask God to help you. Absolutely. Just ask. Mm-hmm. Just ask Him. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. ask Him. You won't be sorry. Yeah. You will be amazed if you just ask. Mm -hmm. He will be there for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he already is. Yeah. And if you're feeling that tugging to say, I want to believe this, that's God drawing you out. He's just not going to drag you. He's drawing you out. Come here. Wooing you out. He's not saying, come here, and he's dragging you across the parking lot. No, he's not going to do that. He's saying, look what I have for you and so much more I can give you. Come to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accept the invitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accept the invitation. Yeah, because we have free will. We have the choice between those two things. You know, whatever two things we think or hear or, you know, uh, we have the choice. He's not going to He's not gonna make us do what his plan for us is. That's a topic for uplift sometime. Free will. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Bible time, but mm-hmm. one of the two. Both. Both. 
In but, the comedy routine. In the, but you know what? Can't be tonight. You know why? We're out of We're time. Out of time. Uh, fill the buzzkill. <laughs> strikes again. It's my job. <laughs> I am the timekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But this was great Yeah, good tonight. time. Good yeah. Time. Um, I hope you were uplifted and comforted. Mm-hmm. Not comforted by us, but comforted by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's the one that, he's he is the comforter. And yes. if you are still questioning the Holy Spirit, look up the Fulcrum Center on YouTube. And the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I've done this sermon series on who is God. I've talked about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And this coming week, it'll be out Sunday night at 6 o'clock. I'm talking about all three of them together and how they work together mm. in our life. So it's good. if you need more, check those things out as well. Yeah. And post questions. Yeah. If post you're watching them and stuff it. and yes. you get a question or something, post mm-hmm. some questions or or send us send us um, questions that you might have or, or whatever. But yeah, if you're looking through and you're watching those videos and, and such, yeah, post the questions. We'll get them and we'll get an answer to you. And also check out our podcast, Uplift. Um, mm-hmm. sermons and Bible time are all on the Podbean podcast network, but you can get them on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anything that has a podcast, you can get yeah. Uplift, you can get Bible, Bible time, time, you can get the Fulcrum messages. Mm-hmm. Very good. Awesome. And it was great tonight. Yes, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I'm glad we're all three back together. I know, yeah. me too. Very good. Well, great blessings, everyone. We'll see you next week.